0: Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I had to give Minister Debbie a high five before I came up here because God tagged her this morning and the worship team. And so I needed her to tag me. Amen? Oh, my God. For a moment, I really thought that I wasn't going to come up here because uh, the spirit of the Lord is so deep in this place. And I believe... That in this season that you have chosen. Make the best choice that you ever made in your life. And that's to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. To come into this place today and worship. Because I'm here to tell you if I can bottle it up I'll give you a sip. Because God's been showing up in here in tremendous ways. So if you tired of being tired, you're in the right place today. Amen? I, I just want to briefly go to, uh, before I pray, to Hebrews 3. Because the, um, this message has been confirmed since Jamie uh, had her praise dance here. I think it was First Fruits Day. Are we listening? Listen now. Are we really listening? And then Wednesday, our brother Andy ministered about fear. Are we listening? And then some of you wasn't here, but the same spirit that was here Friday night, same spirit that was here yesterday, is here today. And so God's been speaking on this Uh, message uh, for some time now and so I am totally excited because I'm just sensing that miracles are about to take place are you listening okay 315 Hebrews you don't have to go there but listen today if you hear his voice Do not harden your hearts as you did in the rebellion. Father God, let's bow our hearts and our head, please. Father God, right now, we come boldly to your throne room of grace in the name of Jesus Christ. You've showed up already, O Lord. You are here. The great I am is here. And I lift up. These beautiful, special people that you love so much. Not because I say it, because your words say it. These great people. As you told Solomon when he asked for wisdom to speak to, his, to your people. I pray, Father God, if any hardened heart is here today, that it would become a heart of flesh. I say to Satan, release God's people so they can serve him. In the name of Jesus, I declare and decree that I can't do this without you. I can't do nothing without you. So I hide behind the cross, and I say, show up, God, and do what you do. And Father God, we're careful to give you all honor, to give you all glory, and to give you all praise. And we thank you in advance. In Jesus' name. Amen. My goodness. John 10. If you're reading and and keeping up with, and I'm so thankful that uh, Pastor Marks has heard God and has, God has instructed this church to read through the Bible. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. If we don't listen to God's word, then who are we listening to? Sometimes storms dictate and speak to us. And we hear more from the storm than we hear from God. And this is why we get in the condition that we get because we're listening to the wrong one. In John 10 verse 3, it says the gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep listens to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he has brought them when he has brought out all his own, he goes on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. But they will never follow a stranger, in fact. They will run away from him because they do not recognize the stranger's voice. I'm concerned for the church, not this church only, and I am concerned for this church because this is my church. This is where God has me. I'm concerned for the church universal because... Who are we listening to? Why are we going around the same mountain for 40 years, the same problems, the same circumstances, the same conditions? Who are we listening to? Today, if you're tired of being tired, I'm telling you that God has brought you here to deliver, to set you free, to heal, and for the God to be glorified. My goodness. I'm going to be reading from the book of 1 Samuel today. And it's, not, uh, it's, a, it's a very familiar story of uh, Goliath and, and David. But I'm here to let you know that when we go through trials and tribulations in life, God says... Count it all joy. So we get all bent out of shape. We get discouraged, disappointed. And God is saying, listen, I need for you to get a little pressure. I need for you to go uh, go through some stuff because you're not listening. You're not hearing my voice. (laughs) The Bible also says, That in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, and the word was God. It's easy to understand God and all the promises that He has for us if we just listen to His voice. Now, I want to also let you know, just in case the marriages hasn't been going good or something, well, you are paying or maybe more attention to the devil and the circumstances more than God's word? Because God tells the husband, love your wife as I have loved the church. And that's unconditionally. The only reason, and I know marriage isn't easy because I'm there. (laughs) But the main ingredient is love. And as long as we love, we stick together. Nothing could pull us apart because that's what keeps us together. It's love for one another regardless of the differences. (laughs) And they are differences. James 1 says, draw closer to him. I mean, James 4, 8, I'm sorry. Draw closer to him. And he will draw closer to you. What are we listening to? We talking about unlimited, unlimited, unlimited relationship with the lover of our soul. Unlimited being in his presence if we choose to listen to his word. Unlimited. I I was left here Friday night and got home and I said to my wife, I just couldn't wait to tell her this. We're so far from God. And now my wife sees me every morning. She can be a witness. She's a witness to this. Every morning, reading my word. Every morning... But after Friday night, I felt convicted that, man, the power of God, I'm not seeing the miracles. And why third world countries? Why I got friends that are going around the world and people are being set free and miracles are happening and eyeballs are being opened. Why are they doing and seeing the miracles? Because they decided to put everything aside and draw closer to God so God can draw closer to them and they can see the miracles. Because where God is, things have to happen. What is wrong with us, church? It's not funny. I mean, I went home and I says, we're we're not close to God. And she looked at me. She says, what happened to him? Not playing. I purposed in my heart. I got so excited. My goodness. I got up Saturday morning and I started praying like I haven't prayed. I wanted to be in his presence. I said, God, there's power in your presence. I want to see the miracles. I want to see my people set free. I want to see people healed. I want to see my family come. I want to see open doors. I want to see just the, the, the Red Sea part for people that need the Red Sea, to part for them. My goodness, we can see it. We got to draw closer to God. Let's not deceive ourselves. Playing this church and going through the motions. Tired of that. Got to get tired of that and then complaining, murmuring and complaining. Whether it be about your mate, your spouse, maybe it be about your children, maybe about the church, your job. Stop complaining and get closer to God. Get closer to God. Let's start to pray like never before. Let's start to unite like a church is supposed to be the body of Christ. Let's stop to tear down and build up. Let's stop to go through the motions and playing church, saying one thing and doing another. Oh my God, help me Lord. I said God change me. Start with me. I don't know how my wife put up with me these last few years. I'm not easy. hard, stubborn, God, let me have a heart like you, let me have a heart for people, don't let that die, I mean, we're called church, not only an evangelist, but the church is called to love, first God and then people, and I'm here to let you know, you got to look in the mirror. Sam, in your heart, are you loving people or are people just getting under your skin so much that you want to run away from people? What beats come into church on a Sunday, on a weekday? What beats that? What is taking our attention away from worshiping God? And then forget the Wednesday service. Forget the Sunday service, but how about every day? I don't know about you, but I need God every day of the week, especially in these times. Look on the news. Somebody, everybody complained about Trump. I said, listen, God, God has to allow certain things to come because Jesus has to come back. (laughs) Hallelujah. He has to come back. And I'm not saying this to scare nobody because somebody probably don't want to leave earth. But I'm here to let you know, get ready, because he has to come back. He has to come back. The world is just going haywire. Greed is taking place. People are more lovers of themselves and lovers of pleasure, more than lovers of God. Oh, God, help us. Help us, Lord. The story of... David and Goliath, and I know we heard it over and over and over again. But my goodness, I've been seeing David and Goliath since I was five years old on cartoons. For you young people, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna see it now. You come in here today, and I know some are tired of being tired. Some are tired of. Uh, the Bible says they fought for forty days. Uh, uh, some of us been fighting for forty years. The same. Same circumstance, 40 years going around the same mountain. Aren't we tired? God is saying, just do it my way. Forget Frank Sinatra. (laughs) Some of you punk people don't know who that is. He talking about he did it his way. I want to do it God's way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 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 The giant makes a lot of noise. I don't know what giant you're facing today. This ain't got nothing to do with a voice. This has something to do with obedience. Because David chose to be obedient. If you read at the beginning of the story, he's out taking care of the sheep. The Bible says redeem the time because time is short. That's what the Word says. Our problem is we don't listen. We're, we're worrying. He says, don't worry for nothing. Why are you worrying? But first seek the kingdom of God and all his righteousness, and I'll take care of that. Amen. Why is it that when we face faced up with the finances, with our children, with our marriage, instead of going to the Word... God, what you say, how can I get the solution to my problems? We go to the word. I mean, it's a shame to say, I've known people not in this church, but in other churches, been in the Lord 40 years, and you hear the same cry, same complaint, same murmuring. I said, what word are they reading? Sometimes I examine myself, and after I went to Mexico, and I saw uh, this place called El Basurero, and they drunk garbage. The donkeys came with carts and dumped garbage. Garbage. And what they did around this basurero, they had sheds around it, and people actually lived in them sheds. And the people used to send their children out to the dump to get clothing and then food. Man, it broke my heart. And I says, we in the states are rich. We have so much, we don't even understand it. We complain about getting more, but we got a roof over our heads. We got food on the table. We got little money to pay the bills. My goodness. And we are complaining. We got a flat screen TV in almost every room. It sounds funny, but my goodness, we are living like rich people, but we don't look at it like that. Murmuring and complaining, and God's been good. God's been more than good. I remember God speaks to dreams. I went to my pastor at my old church and I remember having a dream and I saw two doors and I went to the pastor and I said, pastor, man, we are gonna have another church. Little did I know I was going to another church. I remember people gave me three different pictures at three different times. And it was paintings of the World Trade Center. And I'm saying, why did keep getting me for my birthday a picture of the World Trade Center? I said, what do I want a picture of the World Trade Center for? First year coming here, I looked up the block. And I said, the World Trade Center. God speaks to dreams. Yeah. Are we listening? Yeah. I remember coming to pray for a girl in a wheelchair with a sister called Iris from my other church. And I remember we went to one project around here. So on our way home, we came through East Broadway. And I looked through here, and the worship team was practicing. Little did I know as I was looking through here, I was looking at my future church. Are we listening? I've been diagnosed with hepatitis C in 19, uh, early 90s. And... Um, I went to a hospital two years ago the the insurance fell through they couldn't do it they had me on a clinical trial that fell through and I you know I said well God is up to you now I'm gonna do your work and you take care of me you know and so my wife I tell you God is good he knows what you need my wife did some research found this uh, doctor's name made an appointment for me I went there on tuesday the day before my birthday and he said we're going to put you on a clinical trial this medicine we're going to give you 97 percent. you're going to be healed are you listening god said that by his stripes we are healed but do we stay there every morning getting up if you got something god by your stripes i'm healed Instead of worrying about the sickness, instead of worrying about the condition, God, by your stripes, I am healed. Are we listening? God is speaking. He's saying, PCC, I love you. I'm going to complete the good work that I started in you. That's his word. If God's going to complete... And he said he's going to complete the good work that he started in your life and my life. What are we worrying about? God, God, yes. oh, hallelujah. Oh. sister Jamie, how you did it? <laughs> are we listening? We should see the worship we had here today. We should be leaving this church, dancing in the street. We should be going home, coming against any, any spirit of depression, anything that tries to come against you. I'm not listening to you no more. My God says this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah we listening? Who voice are we listening to? We pay so much attention to everything else. And God is saying, I got you. The great I am. I got you. Hallelujah. My goodness. If you addicted drugs, sexual immorality, I don't know what he's saying, but I know what God is saying. I heard him say, I'm not sure. What do you mean I'm not sure? I'm sure that God is saying, I'm sure that God is saying to the addicted person who the son sets free, he's free indeed. I'm sure that the Lord is saying, those that are addicted to drugs or sexual immorality and alcohol, I can set you free. I'm sure that the word is saying, those who are depressed, God can say, I'm the lifter of your head, my God. He's the lifter of our head. When you're down, man, he picks our head up. I've been there. Mm -mm -mm. Fear is not of God, fear comes to paralyze. In in 17 of 1 Samuel, Goliath, in verse 8, Goliath shouted to the ranks of Israel, Why do you come up and line up for battle? Am I not a Philistine? And are you not the servants of Saul? Choose a man to have come down to me. If he's able to fight and kill me, we'll become your subjects. Lying devil. But if I overcome him and kill him, you will become our subjects and serve us. And the Philistines said this day, I defy the armies of Israel. Give me a man and let us fight each other. On hearing of the Philistines' words, Saul and all the Israelites were dismayed and and terrified. I started to think about uh, why are they uh, so discouraged and fearful. I wonder what was wrong with them and their faith towards God. I wonder if they was just going through the motions or living in sin. I wonder why they doubted and and ran in fear when the Bible uh, uh, says that those who have their hand to the plow and looking back is not fit for the kingdom of God. I wonder where their mind and heart was. When they had God. On their side, little David taking care of the sheep. He shows up on the scene. And and this is where the story starts to unfold. In verse 23, it says, As he was walking, as he was talking with them, Goliath, the Philistine champion from Gath, stepped out of his lines, from his lines, and shouted his usual defiance. And David heard it. And whenever the Israelites saw the man, they all fled again with great fear. In verse 28, uh, uh, when Eli, uh, David's oldest brother, heard him speaking with the men, he burned with anger at him and asked him, Why have you uh, come down here? And with whom did you leave those few sheep in the wilderness? I know how conceited uh, you are and how wicked your heart is. And you came down to just watch the battle. Look at the judgment of a brother. And maybe out of frustration he said that. Because sometimes out of frustration we say things we don't mean. I know I do. I do. I hate to confess that. But God helped me. And so was it out of envy? Was it out of jealousy? I don't know. But we... How does that apply? We got to examine our hearts. And so David shows up, and, he, and, 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 and sometimes, uh, you know, it, it, the brother at times is our family, the closest people to us that belittle us. There's people that say you're nobody and, and, and you're not able, but I'm here to tell you what God says. I'm here to let you know that God says in 1 Peter 2 9, but you, listen, 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 please. Listen, this is the word. Are you listening? God says in, in, in 1 Peter 2, 9, but you are a chosen people. Man, that itself makes me... Excuse me. A royal priesthood, a holy nation, a special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you have not received mercy, but now you receive mercy, praise the Lord. That's what God says. When people start to look at you and and, and belittle you or make you feel like you're not worthy, let them know what God says about you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My goodness, I tell you, God wants to do something in this season for such a time like this. He has set us apart from the world. We got to be careful that we, and we read it earlier when we started our reading in the world, but not of the world. We got to be careful that when we get around folks that are unsaved or even be a stumbling block to others that he says be careful because it's like putting the millstone around your neck when you let one the little ones to sin. Sometimes we take that for granted. We get around people that need to hear the Lord and, and we're saying and doing things they want to do. I had a conversation last night with a young lady about she wants to get her daughter from getting around uh, the worldly friends that the young daughter got. And I'm here to say, uh, parents, you're not going to be around your daughter 24-7. But I'm here to let you know that you've got to get down on your knees and say, God, you said if I choose you, that my descendants will live. And trust God you're not going to be around your children 24-7 plant the seed love on them hallelujah verse 33 I'm just picking little stuff here going somewhere stick with me my heart has changed in the last few days I'm saying Where was I? I thought I was following you all the time, Jesus. But God is saying it's time that we step it up a little bit. It's time that we stop playing church and be the church. It's time that we be the light of the earth and the salt of the earth. It's time for such a time like this. He saved us. People need us. God has assignments for you and me, for this church. (laughs) Hallelujah. Verse 33. Thank you, Lord. Let's start with 32. David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go out and fight against him. I'm here to let you know that in Joshua, remember he said, be strong and of good courage. Meditate on his word day and night. Do what it says. Don't turn to the right. Don't turn to the left. And when you do everything that's in the Word, you will be prosperous and of good success, but only be strong and of good courage. I'm here to let you know it's time to stop being a wimp. It's time to be strong and of good courage and take on the Spirit of the Lord that's within us and walk out here like we got. We're carriers of the Holy Ghost. My goodness. We're carriers of the Holy Spirit. My God, do we understand that the same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you and dwells in me? Are we listening? Are we listening? I was saying, oh God, forgive me. Forgive me. My thoughts go back to the yesteryears. I start singing oldies in my mind. Oldies? God said he put a new song in our hearts. Oldies? People say they love Jesus. And they in the clubs Friday night doing whatever they do. Drinking like they, I don't know. And they love Jesus on a Sunday morning. They come to church. Oh, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Off a hangover. My God, it's funny, but there's people that's doing that. Not here. Not here. I know, not here. The word is too powerful. In this church, people want to please God. Don't want to fail God. This is why you're here today. Hallelujah. Oh, God, help us. Jesus, you got to speak the word. They said you can't do this. People say you can't be successful. You can't overcome. You're going to be the same for the rest of your life. You too old to change. The devil is a liar. The Bible says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We got to speak life about your victories. You got to speak the word. I like what David said, David started to talk about his past victories. David started to talk about how he defeated uh, the bear, the paws of the bear, and the mouth of the lion. In other words, then he turned around and he glorified God. He said, the same God that delivered me from that will deliver me from this giant. Don't we realize that we, everybody in this room, has overcome something somewhere down the line because God loves you? Don't you understand that God's been with you all the time? Don't you, don't you think that today, whatever you're facing, he's going to see you through? Yeah. Who are we listening to? It's circumstances occupying your mind. That you can't sleep at night because you're worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. You're worrying about your marriage or a family member or children. Don't do that. The Bible says those who keep their minds on him, he will keep in perfect peace because they trust him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So David testified. And when David testified, when you start to speak life around those that are doubting you, when you start to speak life, all of a sudden they become your best cheerleader. He said, go ahead, David. Go do this. And I'm here to let you know, just like David, God is calling every single person in this room to stand up and fight for your family. Fight for your loved ones. Fight for your church I think it was prayed here uh, this morning. Unite as a church and let's come together and pray when it's prayer. Let's come together and pray for one another. Instead of looking at what's wrong, then make it right. Oh, this church doesn't have this and don't do that. Well, you know what? Volunteer. Say, come. I like to fill that little gap in this place. I like to serve the Lord. Instead of sitting home and saying, well, you know, and you know. No, no, come on. You know it happens. Let, let's be real here. Let's stop beating around the bush and playing. You know the Bible talks about in Isaiah 58 when you stop the pointing of the fingers and speaking wickedly about your brethren. Then, then your healing will come speedily. then. The breakthrough will come. Then God will make a way where there was. Then. But are you listening? The Bible say be quick to listen and slow to speak. I came here with so much pain. And all I did was talk. But then came a time when I had to get my healing. And I had to stop talking. And I had to listen. And I thank God for the wisdom that comes from this pulpit the wisdom of our pastor, I got restored and healed, and I give God the glory. Hallelujah. 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 Are we listening? Mm -mm -mm. Isaiah 41 says, Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, and I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The word of the Lord. Are we listening to God's word more than anything? Why do you think God told this church? And I thank God for pastor's obedience to hear and say, let's read through the Bible this whole year. God wants you to listen more. Some of us started out the gate, gun -ho ho reading every day and praying every day and coming to pray and fast every day. And now time is going away. All of a sudden, the hunger and the fire is getting weaker and weaker. We're not reading. We're not praying. And before you know it, we're drifting and drifting. And before you know, guess what we're doing? The Michael Jackson moonwalk. You're going backwards. (laughs) It's called backsliding. I can't do that stuff Michael Jackson does. But I know what it is. <laughs> it's backsliding. Oh, yeah. You go back to the things that you used, that you came out from. Oh God, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> I thought I saw some water around here. Oh, I can use the cup. Thank you. Glory to God. Humor is good. Laughter is good for the soul, but. This is serious business. You use a little humor to let you know God got a sense of humor, but, man, he's saying, who are you listening to? Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? Same old, same old. Aren't you tired? Don't you want to see the power of God? If we serve yeah. the God of the universe, we heard a brother in here say Friday that we got village prayers. <laughs> Village prayers when we serve a universal God. Here we go. We got community prayers. Little prayers. Little power. We need to step that up. Those that haven't been praying, start with five minutes. Before you know it, you're in his presence. You don't want to leave it. Glory to God. 38 and 40. I, I got to bring this. I I'm, I'm taking a long time. And then be yourself. At Thirty-eight and forty talks about the armor. And David said, "I don't want. I, I can't walk in this. It's like me getting to, uh, Deacon Rodney's clothes on and, and then trying to walk in the size fifteen shoes. I'll be tripping all over the place. I gotta be me. You gotta be you." God made us all different, but we uh, put together uh, the body of Christ and we make one powerful, strong, working, wonderful, powerful body of Christ. Not you being me or me trying to be like Pastor Mark. I'm not intellect like that. God saved me the way I was. Love me the way I am. Amen. Hallelujah. Use me in in my lack of intellect, but uses me because I make myself accessible and available. Glory to God. And that's all God is calling us to do, church. Oh, man. Anyway, he took off that junk and, and he says, listen, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. He said, you come in all this junk giant. I come in the name of Jesus. He that's within me is greater than he that's in the world. If God is for us, who can be against us? The Bible says we're more than conquerors through him who loves us. Hallelujah. Are you listening? More than conquerors. Everybody knows the story. David, David didn't. David didn't. Come on now. Goliath, let's do this. What David did was this, y'all. That guy back there, Gus, Let's say he's Goliath. To me, he looked like a Goliath anyway. <laughs> David looked at him, and, and, and we hesitate. We like, oh, God, we got a God that loves us. God, you're powerful. Oh, God, but look what I'm going through. <laughs> David, we got to have the attitude of David. We got to have the spirit of David, we got to have the winners mentality of David. David said, boom, boom. <laughs> knock that, die. knock that die down. die down. Thank you, Pastor E. <laughs> knock that giant down. Second Corinthians says, Now, he cut off his head, y'all. Last time I preached this, I said it was another testimony. God has another testimony for you and me. But he cut his head down. That that giant, you know how some people are dying and they still smutter words? He said, you ain't saying nothing no more. (laughs) You're through. Not." or not my brothers, or not my sisters, or not my family, or not my church is going to hear about your junk anymore. We're moving forward. We're not going backwards. We're not staying stagnant. Jump on this train. It's like a locomotive with the Lord leading the way. Jump on it and jump on it now. Because if you don't jump on it now, what's going to happen, your your uh, blessings will be delayed. Your destiny will be delayed. And then next year, you're going to have to try to jump on it again. Stop playing church. We have the God of God, the King of of kings. The Lord of Lord. Before us. And then I want to finish with this. Because after he defeated him. Psalm and you the King James Version says. In Psalm 92. For you have Lord. Made me glad. Through your work. I will triumph. In the work of your hands. I will triumph. In the work of your hands. Who are we listening to? We got to get to a place now that we just have to listen to God's word and stay on God's word. We're reading the Bible. I wonder how many here have stopped already. You need it. I need it. Stop eating food. See if you don't look littler than me. No, I bet you you won't do that. The Bible says we don't live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out the mouth of the Lord. We had a tremendous worship in here, and I just want to uh, remind us. And then I'm gonna stop. I I put some invisible tape on my mouth when the Lord tells me to. I just go. Exodus fifteen one, and 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 we started. The service like this here today, and I, I just uh, I just said this. I said, God, again, you're trying to get everybody's attention. God, again, you're showing up in our midst to get everybody awoke to see the excitement that's in the church. And the next it is 15:1. Moses and the Israelites sang the song. Remember that God made a way for them. They started crying in the wilderness. Oh, God, why, Moses, why did you bring us out for us to die here? The Red Sea before them and Pharaoh's army behind them, they didn't see a way. All they saw was death. Some of us look at circumstances like that, like we're trapped, we're surrounded, we're blind. There's not no victory in place for us. The Bible says we're more than conquerors. In, in, in that uh, verse, it says, I will sing. To the Lord, for he is highly exalted, both horse and driver, He had hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him and my father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. I'm here to let you know that Jesus died on the cross, paid an expensive price. For you and me so that we may have a way of escape through the name of Jesus Christ. Whose voice are you listening to? Whose voice are you listening to? God bless you.